1: They're here to help you spice, season, and savor every moment. Sincerely, Safeway. You're about to experience the life-giving teaching of Bishop Kevin Foreman, Senior Pastor of Harvest Christian Center. To find out more about Dr. Foreman and Harvest Christian Center, visit our website at www.harvestcc.me. And no matter what, remember, love God, love people, and love life. This is my Bible. It is the living word of God. It gives me abundant life. I am not just a hearer of the word. I'm a doer of the word. This word teaches me that I am more than a conqueror. My spirit and my mind are prepared to receive and apply the message I'm about to receive. Go to Matthew chapter 26. Matthew chapter 26. We've been in a series of teachings on the weekend called The Blessed Life. Somebody say The Blessed Life. Any blessed people in here? That'd be nice if I said if there's any Nuggets fans in here, but I said are there any blessed people in here? That's, That's what I asked. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 26, verse 36. Now, uh, this story really sets itself up. This is perhaps uh, this message and the next message are perhaps the most important messages of this entire series. Matthew 26 and 36, he says, Then Jesus came to a place called Gethsemane, which in, in Greek there means oil press. In, in other words, it's a place of crushing, say crushing. Pressing. It's a place of pressing, say pressing. But, but at the same time, while it means pressing, it also means entitlements and benefits. So at the same place where you're pressed is the same place where there's some benefits and some entitlements. So Jesus, Jesus came to a place called Gethsemane, a place of pressing, but also a place of benefits or blessing, and said to the disciples, sit here while I go over there to pray and he took with him peter and the two sons of zebedee and he began to be sorrowful and deeply distressed then he said to them my soul is exceedingly sorrowful even to death stay here and watch with me verse 39 he went a little further and fell on his face now this is god y'all this ain't just some regular man this is the theanthropos this is 100 god but 100 man simultaneously he went a little further and fell on his faith and he prayed look at what he prayed oh my father if it's possible Let this cup pass from me. In other words, he said, I really don't want to be pressed like this. He said, I really don't want to have to go through this. He said, I really don't want to have to deal with this problem. I really don't have to deal with this issue. But look at what he says, nevertheless. now Because I'm I'm talking to somebody. You got some challenges in front of you, and you keep trying to run from the valley when you just need to walk through the valley. He said, if it's possible, I don't want to go through this pressing. But look what he says, nevertheless. I dare you to look at that neighbor next to you and just tell him, say, you got to say Nevertheless. He said, nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Father, I decrease today that you might speak to us with clarity today. Father, Taylor may customize this word for us, your people, that we would move and walk in those things that you have ordained. And we thank you that it is so. We are blessed people. We are blessed people. We are blessed people. We are blessed people. We are blessed, no, no matter what the cup is, nevertheless, no matter what we got to deal with, nevertheless, no matter who comes against us, nevertheless, no matter what the doctor says, nevertheless, I dare some blessed folk in this house to just shout, nevertheless, speak in Jesus' name. High five, two or three people as you take your seats, just tell them, nevertheless, nevertheless, nevertheless. Uh, in this series, we've been discovering how to truly be blessed and favored with both God and people. What I love about the blessing of the Lord is, is this, it is not just with him, but it is also with people. So much so that God will take people even that don't like you and cause them to be an instrumentation of blessing to you. We've learned so far that the blessing is an empowerment to prosper, to do well, and to be whole. Say prosper, do well, and be whole. Now, please understand, I do not want you to confuse the blessing with materialism, because watch this now. Uh, The blessing is greater than just material things. It is the empowerment. Because watch this. uh, One of the uh, Old uh, Testament words that would often be used for prosperity would be the word shalom, which means nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. So in other words, what we really have got going on in here is God says, I don't want you uh, to have anything lacking, anything missing, and I want everything to be well. Now, watch this. That word blessing in Hebrew is the word barak. Say barak barak now barak means to have abundance to salute to be all together to congratulate and to make great in, in other words god says when he blesses you he, he, he's not just trying to uh, just give you a little bit he says i want you to have abundance say abundance which means you got more than what you need to do what it is that you that i'm here to tell somebody who told you you got to live paycheck to paycheck who told you you got to be broke busted and discuss? it's too are you hearing what i'm saying Uh, then it means to salute. In other words, God, when he looks at you, he salutes you and says, I believe you're the man for the job. I believe you're the woman for the job. It means to be all together, to congratulate and to make great. Now, we started this series by tracking the blessing in Genesis, and this was important because we needed to see the origin of the blessing so we could understand the intent of the blessing. Sometimes, to understand the real intent of a thing, you have to go back to its original mention in the scripture. So, we went back to Genesis uh, and we started there, and we one but then last week we discovered that the blessing must be chosen so i must choose it day by day decision by decision now uh, put the series graphic up for a moment uh, in the series graphic and i teach a series in harvest so we can focus on one thing for a prolonged period of time rather than jumping from subject to subject to subject to subject to subject because sometimes you got to focus somebody say focus now, you'll notice the man's hands in the graphic are dirty, and they're dirty for a reason. Watch this. Sometimes we have an inaccurate imagery of what being blessed looks like. We often think it means no issues, but guess what, if there's no issues, that means there's no income. Do you understand that the job you work, the reason you're paid is because you solve a problem, and the moment you stop solving a problem is the moment you no longer need to be paid. Oh, y'all ain't going to say nothing here? you Oh, you thought they just gave you that job because they just wanted to pay people money? No, they gave you that job because you solve a problem. Because there's an issue, there's a reason for your income. Watch this. We often think that being blessed means no challenges. But if you have no challenges, how would you call yourself more than a conqueror? The reason you know you're more than a conqueror is because you've had challenges and you've beat them and not just beat them but you've lived to testify about them see your neighbor looks real nice in church today but if you knew some of the challenges that they've had to walk through and some of the challenges that they've had to overcome they know that there is a god because they watch that god bring them through this and bring them through that and take them through this would you touch your neighbor and say i know that he's real uh, what's says? What says? But we often think that being blessed means tipped on to the tulips while smelling the roses. But you forgot to check that rose for a thorn. We often think that being blessed means all clean and no dirt. But that's the wrong imagery. Say that's the wrong, that's the wrong, imagery. wrong imagery. Often, being blessed is on the other side of a nevertheless. I'm going it again. Often being blessed is on the other side of a nevertheless. Matter of fact, let me prove it to you from when we began to track the blessing through Genesis. So we're going to walk this out so you can see this. And when you walk out of this place, you're going to start looking at your life differently. Because too many times you're looking at your life saying, God, it's so messy, it's so dirty, it's got so many issues. But what you're not discovering is that it's those issues that when you say nevertheless to them, that are going to manifest the blessing in your life. So we started out the first time the word blessing appeared in Scripture, it was the word, uh, it was when God blessed the animals and he did it on the fifth day now now watch this say the fifth day and we understand that in biblical numerology the number five is associated with favor and the number five is associated with grace the number five is associated with blessing but check it out when did he do it on the what fifth day so watch this he blessed on the fifth day but nevertheless what's the point bishop sometimes favor takes time to show itself so while you're waiting on your appointed day of favor, you got to survive day one, day two, day three, day four to get to your day five. Watch this. Next time, next time we saw that word blessing, he blessed mankind. But check this out. Nevertheless, Job 14.1 says man's days on earth are short and full of trouble, but yet he blessed man. He blessed the day. But watch this. Psalm 35, uh, 30 and 5 says uh, that weeping may endure for a night. So check this out. Since he blessed the day, the blessing is on the other side of night, which means to get to the blessing, you got to survive the night. Y'all going to get it in a minute. He blessed Abraham. But please understand, he told Abraham, you're going to have to come out of the limitations and the comforts of your yesterday. So he says, I bless you, but nevertheless, you're going to have to let go of your limitations. You're going to have to let go of your comfort. And we've looked at this in Genesis 12, verses 1 through 3. I'm going to read it again in case it's your first time here. Verse 1, now the Lord said to Abraham, get out of your country from your family to your father's house into a land I will show you. In other words, he says, listen, Abraham, I need to show you another way of life because you're so used to living the way you've seen it and you think that that's the only way to do it sometimes when all you've seen is dysfunction in your life sometimes you can think that's the way life is supposed to be if all you've seen is messed up marriages you can think that's how you're supposed to be if all you've seen is drama and lack and stress you can think that's the way your life is supposed to be but God says Abraham I want to show you something totally different than what you're used to look at verse 2 I will make you a great nation I will bless you and make your name what? good no no he said, this is Barak. He said, I'm going to make your name great. And you shall what? Be a blessing. I will bless those that bless you, and I'll curse the fool who curses you. And then you, all the families of the earth, shall be blessed. Now, we've learned, but I want to make sure we got it. Galatians 23, uh, 3 and 29 says, and if you are Christ, in other words, if you're a Christian, and if you're not right now, in about 25 to 30 minutes, we're believing that you will be by the time I get to the end of this message. And if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise, which means according to Galatians 3 and 29, that means that if you're a Christian, that means that the same things that God said to Abraham is tantamount as if he said it to you. I'm gonna say it again. The same thing that God said to Abraham is the same thing that God is saying to you. Put the verse up, it's the same thing that God said to you. So look at your neighbor and say, You are blessed. Tell him, but say you're gonna have to learn. It's on the other side of nevertheless. So let me keep praying to you because I don't think we got it yet because y'all be shouting better if you understood it. Uh, the blessing we learned from Genesis, it makes up for wasted time. Nevertheless, you can regret the time you wasted. The blessing makes you both successful and spiritual. Nevertheless, that can make you a target. When you're a success, you better get used to folk trying to come after you because no bank robber rob goes into an empty vault. If you got Test your neighbor say, now I know why folk were coming against me. Because you're both successful and spiritual. Some people can't stand the fact that you're both doing well financially and you serve Jesus. That makes you a target. But I'm still blessed nevertheless. I, I dare you to half five somebody say nevertheless. Nevertheless. The, the blessing removes the wrong people. Nevertheless, the prolonged presence of the wrong people can make it hard to trust anybody. The blessing delivers your enemies into your hands. Nevertheless, you're going to have some enemies. I don't care how nice you are. I don't care how many gifts you give them. I don't care how many nice things you say about folk. Please understand. You're going to have some enemies. Watch this. The blessing is activated through tithing. Nevertheless, you got to trust God when tithing seems unrealistic. All things can be blessed. Nevertheless, all things can be cursed. Y'all are going to get it in a minute. Uh, God wants you to be the blessing. Nevertheless, that means you're a river for the blessing to flow through and not just a reservoir for the blessing to stay stuck to. And when you're not used to being a river for the blessing to flow through to other people, you can begin to resent other people and begin to feel used by other people. Y'all not hearing what I'm saying? Yeah, People just use me. No, you're just being the blessing. Some of you sitting up here now, you got resentment and bitterness and hatred against other people and you're not understanding. God says, I will bless you to be a blessing, which means God says, I'm going to use you as the instrument to get the blessing through. Yeah. All right. Watch this. The blessing makes others envy and attempt to sabotage you. Nevertheless, you may wonder why in the world is this happening to me? The blessing causes increase. Nevertheless, increase starts out looking like decrease. The blessing makes your enemies at peace with you. Nevertheless, that means they made war with you at first. The blessing must be spoken before it's seen. Nevertheless, you got to keep speaking it until you see it, even when what you're seeing doesn't look anything like what you're speaking. The blessing changes environments. Nevertheless, you need the courage to face the dysfunctional environment. Would you shout, nevertheless... All right, so, so let me, because I don't think we got it yet, so let, let me walk us through this. Let me give you three simple things here, three simple things, because the blessing, put the graphic up again, the blessing sometimes you, it's going to get dirty. See them hands? Those are some dirty man hands. He's been working on the railroad all day. He's been in his garage all day. He's been changing that one oil since 7 this morning. <laughs> Now, now, watch this, watch this. Point number one, let me give you some points. Can I give you some points? Can I give you some points? Yes, Are you sure? Yes, uh, uh, all right, let me, let me give you some points. Uh, point number one, point number one, but, 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 but before you do that, I, I need you to do me a favor. Look, look at your neighbor, say never. Yeah. <laughs> some of you thought I said never. I kind of did, because the two words were mixing at the same time. Nevertheless and neighbor. Say, say Neighbor. neighbor. Today, Today is an important day for you. Because in a few days, you're going to be in a new calendar year. And you must end this year strong. So that when you start the next year, you're coming out the gate running. 15 is not going to be a repeat of 14. 15 is going to be the greatest day. Go back to where you were. It's going to be the greatest day. Gonna be the greatest year of your life. That was the wrong neighbor. Test that other neighbor say, 15 is gonna be the greatest year of your life. Whatever you're facing now, you've got to say, nevertheless. So here it is, point number one, a nevertheless brings the best and gives you rest. Now today I'm going to do a lot of rhyming, so I'm coming out with a CD next week called "Little Bishop, and Harvest Them, something like that. Uh, a nevertheless brings the best and gives you rest. Now let's break down the word nevertheless. Never the less. Now, now I know you want the deep Hebrew and Greek stuff. I, I, I know, I know, but I'm, you know, I'm going to get you there in a minute. Say never. The less. Now, now check this out. In other words, when I say nevertheless, watch this, it means, watch this, I'm choosing the greater over the lesser. You you missed it because you just said, well, nevertheless. But, but, But watch this. Say never the less. Please understand. Good is nice, but it's often the enemy to great. And it's less than what the blessing promises. You remember the blessing in Hebrew is the word barak, which means to have abundance, to salute, to be all together, to congratulate, to make great, not good. God's best and his desire for you isn't to be good. It's for you to be great. I just got a question for somebody. Why settle for good if the blessing promised us great? Mister, what's the difference? Good means high quality. Great means excellent quality. The blessing promised us great, a great life, great finances, great relationships. You can be a great father, a great husband, a great son, a great mother, a great daughter, a great brother, a great sister, a great wife, a great dream team servant, a great employee, a great leader, a great church. Would somebody shout great? who told you that you have to settle for good who have you listened to that told you this is as good as it gets i got an announcement from heaven for somebody today god says good is the enemy to great and you're gonna have to give up good so you can get to great high five somebody and tell them great, great. No, no, watch this watch this watch this great doesn't mean there won't be challenges it just means nevertheless watch me press See, I'm trying to stir something up in you to, because, because a lot of times, please do say, Jesus was in agony. And he asked Peter and them, he said, would y'all just pray for me? He says, Peter, James, and John, he says, would y'all just pray with me? He said, because I'm in agony because this is getting ready to hurt on so many different levels. I am have time to deal with that on so many different levels. And, and, and Jesus, he's like, listen, is there, if there's another way to get this done that's less painful See, there are some things that, that your neighbor hasn't done because of the pain that's associated with it. And so they think because they don't talk about it, that it's going to go away. The only problem is, is that Jesus was in pain. Somebody say he was in pain. And he says, listen, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. But, but, but he said, but in, in the middle of his, of his seemingly weak moment, you know what he says? Nevertheless. Say Nevertheless. In the moment, he was like, I can't take this no more. He's like, nevertheless. In the moment, he said, God, I don't feel like praying is working. He, uh, nevertheless. In the moment, he said, I don't feel like giving is working. Nevertheless. In the moment, he said, Lord, I don't know how in the world. Lord, you better help me before I lose my mind up in here. He said, nevertheless. So it gives you the best, but then it gives you rest. Watch this. Matthew 11:28 says, come to me. All you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Now, here's the problem. Most people think that that means lazy. Most people think that means just to sit back and not do nothing. And so, consequently, we have a whole generation of Christianity. And generation means mindset. It's not chronological disposition. It's psychological disposition. We have a whole generation in the body of Christ now that thinks that everything with God is just, you're just supposed to rest. And so they don't want to fight. They just want to take naps and lay down and have lunch. And have coffee breaks. God, please understand. But Bishop, even God rested. He rested because he was done, not because he was tired. What's this? What's this? Bishop, what are you trying to say? Rest is the Greek word anopasso, which means to refresh you after you've completed the process. So we could parenthetically insert there the process of what, Bishop? The process of nevertheless. So let me read it to you again. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will refresh you after you've completed the process of your nevertheless. In, in, in other words, in, in words touch your neighbor say, now, now is not the time now. for that quitting spirit. I said, touch that other neighbor say, your whole bloodline is full of people that wouldn't say nevertheless. But are you... You are the interruption to that. Y'all not here, but you got a bloodline full of folk that wouldn't press, but you're the one that presses. You got a bloodline full of folk that wouldn't be the curse breaker, but you. Somebody say, but me. So, watch this. So, when I say, nevertheless, I'm going to get his best, which is great, but then he's also going to refresh me after on the other side of my nevertheless. He doesn't refresh you before your nevertheless. He refreshes you on the other side of your nevertheless. And that's why sometimes you can be confused because you're saying, God, would you take away the pain? And God is like, but baby, you're almost there. I'm here to tell somebody you're way closer than you've ever been. You're closer than you knew. That's why it's painful right now because weeping endures for a night. but And I'm here to tell somebody, do you know a new day begins at midnight? You didn't hear what I said. A new day begins at midnight. Bishop, what does that mean? It's still dark outside, but it's a new day. And somebody, your life might be dark right now, but you need to know even though it's dark, it's still a new day. All right, that's the second point, second point, second point. Passing the test makes the blessing manifest. I told you I'm going to rhyme a lot today. Passing the test makes the blessing manifest. Now, 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 check this out. For the blessing to manifest and be seen in your life, it is on the other side of nevertheless. Say the other side. Which means, watch this, you have to pass the test. Too too many times, please understand, people are wanting promotion, but they failed the previous level. If you failed as an assistant, why should you be promoted to a supervisor? Okay, give me some scriptures because I okay, all right, fine. Hebrews 10 36. For you have need of endurance. Why do you need to endure? Because nevertheless, it's gonna wear you out. If you let it. (laughs) But somebody say, I'm not gonna let it. For you have need of endurance. In other words, he said you need to learn how to last. Stop being a shooting star and a one-hit wonder. You had one good hit. Talking about, remember back in 89 when I had that song? No, nobody. Re- no, we don't remember that. No. Nobody knows anything about that. We won a state championship back in 94. That's 94. It's 14. For you have need of what? Endurance. So that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. In other words, please understand. I don't get the, the blessing to manifest. <laughs> On the front side of nevertheless, it manifests on the other side of nevertheless. So that after I've done the will of God, and watch this, touch the name and say, pass the, pass the test. Whatever test you're facing, after you pass it, then the blessing manifest. Okay, all right, let me get some more scripture. Uh, 2 Corinthians 4.8. Now, please understand. Uh, say, my pressing is manifesting the blessing. 2 Corinthians 4.8, put that up. We are, we are what matter of fact, you read it. One, two, ready, read. Okay, stop it. Leave the verse there for a minute. He says, everywhere I can be pressed, Paul is saying, he's saying there's pressing. There's pressing in your family, pressing in your finances, pressing in this, pressing in this, pressing in this. And sometimes you even give in to the pressing because you'll be like, you know what? seems like every time I take one step forward seem like every time I turn around but, but look at this he says we are hard pressed where yet we are not what crushed why aren't they crushed because Paul said you must not know by me I'll put a nevertheless on you in a minute See, the enemy was hoping that you would have given up a long time ago. He wasn't counting on you still being in church in December. He was hoping that you were going to throw in the towel a long time ago. He wasn't counting on your nevertheless. He said, we are hard pressed on every side. Yep, not crushed. You know why you haven't been crushed? Because you keep saying, nevertheless. We are perplexed, confused, befuddled, but not in what? Despair. Why? Nevertheless, say my pressing is manifesting the blessing. Last point, number three, I'm through. In your test, anybody in a test? Now, here's what you need to know. If you're not in a test, a test is on the way. Anybody just coming out of a test? Okay, so so you're in one of three spots. You either in a test, (laughs) all right, you either just coming out of a test, or got it, or, 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 or you're getting ready to walk into a test. That's just the way it works. Doesn't even say that's the way it works. Now, here's the deal. I know you wish, man. Can I just have one day? Just give me one day. No. That's your problem. You think you got time. That's why the generations before you and your bloodline never took anything like they were supposed to take and never seized anything like they were supposed to seize because they thought they had time. There has to be an urgency in you that says not tomorrow, not next year, not five years from now, but if God says he's going to baroque me and baby, I want it and I want it when? Now. I ain't waiting till next year to be a great church. I want it now. I ain't waiting till next year to have great finances. I want it now. Now, just wait on the Lord. You need to interpret scripture properly. Wait there means serve. In your test, say and show nevertheless. Say it, show it. Check this out. The blessing is manifested in the lives of people who make the choice to say and show nevertheless. Nevertheless. No, because I, I want you to use this, like today, once you leave church, I want you to use this. While some of you at the mall, trying to get that last-minute shopping done. Because yesterday, you didn't say, nevertheless, you're like, I'll do it tomorrow after church. And you forgot Denver's one of the highest unchurched places, and so they already at the mall. <laughs> they there. <laughs> you serving the Lord, putting them first. Yeah. But they got their Starbucks, sitting in the car, waiting on the door to open. Watch What watch this? say, say it. Say it. So what? What do we? What? Are, here, let me. Okay, let me give you a visual. When something comes against you, what do you often say? You can talk to me. Talk to me. Nine fifteen. My God. You may shake your head. If you're in the sanctified church, you know we shake our heads and be like. So when we shake our heads, it could be either something's really good or something's really not good. It's I, 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 my God. What else? What else did you say? I buke that. All right. What else? Jesus. I don't receive that. Really? You don't know who you're messing with? Here we go. Here we go again. <laughs> Somebody said, what the? Heaven. Which Sunday is this? Third Sunday? Oh, it's fair game. So, okay y'all know you <laughs> all right check this out here's the deal so I want to teach you something new to say when something comes against you nevertheless when you get a bill in the mail that you're like the devil is a lie nevertheless when the doctor says you know what we don't know what to do nevertheless when somebody says I don't want you no more nevertheless and I'm so glad you told me before Christmas I just saved Two hundred dollars on what I was getting ready to buy. Thank you. Somebody said I don't want to be your friend no more. Nevertheless, and by the way, I just bought you that, so it's been the last thirty days. I'm gonna need that back. I'm gonna need to. I'm just being funny. I'm being funny. Don't do that. Okay. Got it. Got it. When your children parents are acting wild and crazy, rather than calling them blessed. Say amen, and I won't have to give no examples. Just say, nevertheless. You're just being like Jesus when you feel discouraged, like, "God man, don't go it. I'm so sick of this." Nevertheless. When you feel like I can't take this no more. Nevertheless. When you get stressed out. Nevertheless. When your money is funny and your change is strange, nevertheless, say it literally and then show it through your actions. Let me show it to you. Matthew 26, 39. It's the verse we looked at. He went a little further and fell on his face and prayed saying, oh, my father, if it's possible, I really would prefer a less painful method to get this done. Nevertheless, he said it, not as I will, but as you will. He said it, and then by going to Calvary, Golgotha, the place of Adam's skull, so that when he shed his blood on that same place, he was undoing what Adam had done thousands of years earlier. He said, I'm not just saying nevertheless, I'm showing nevertheless. So while he's carrying that cross, for people who would complain about him years later, for people that would say, I'm so, I ain't going to be faithful to you. I, I'm going through something right now. I ain't lifting my hands. I'm stressed out right now. I ain't giving. I'm, I'm worried. For people that would curse his name, he's carrying a cross. For people that would be unfaithful to him, he was carrying a cross. And he said, never. If I don't do this, they all going to die and go to hell. So I must do this because this is bigger than how I feel. I'm about to pay the price for the sins of the world. Somebody say nevertheless. But please understand, please understand. When stress comes, what's your response? When uncertainty, I don't know if this is going to work. What if it doesn't work? Okay, so what? So what? You lost stuff before. You lost friends before. You lost money before. You've lost belongings before. So what if it doesn't work? If you never try it, you'll never know. Somebody said, you're going to miss 100% of the shots you never take. That was Wayne Gretzky. Hockey lovers. When worry comes. Because here's what worry is going to do. Make you... Cortisol, which is stress induced, is a kind of fat that attaches itself to your stomach. Some of you are like, I'll be working out busy, but I can't lose my stomach. Because it's actually not eating that's your problem, it's your worry that's your problem. Your worry got you looking like you take down 40 ounces. Now, if you don't know what that is, amen. God bless you. For for those of you that know what it is, that's worry. Cortisol. It attaches itself to your stomach. Amen. Uh, (laughs) Says us neighbor, said, let that worry go. You let that worry go, you'd be surprised. you will be the size you want to be by New Year's Eve. You let that worry go. No. When fear comes. Bishop, I'm just waiting for fear to leave before I'm going to do it. Well, you keep on waiting. Don't hold your breath on that one. Check this out. You know what fear attempts to do? Fear attempts to stop forward action. But if you do nothing, what you have is all you'll ever have. But fear says, ooh, it's risky. Don't do that. Don't do that. And you stay stuck. Say nevertheless. Nevertheless. When pain says, hey, you know what? It ain't worth the pain. What if they reject you? Pain says retreat, because when you're in pain, it's easier to draw back than press forward. But the song said, no pain, no pain, no pain, no pain, no pain. pain." Can I tell you that your greatest breakthroughs in life are going to come from your most painful moments in life? Anybody got some pain in life right now? All right, you better say nevertheless to that. Your greatest breakthroughs going to come from that. Y'all ready to close it with me? Y'all ready to close it with me? Can we close it like we back home down south? Can I, can I, can I close it like that? So in Genesis, despite the pit, despite the slavery, despite the prison that Joseph had to go through, the Bible calls Joseph blessed beyond his brothers because he said and he showed nevertheless. I I think there's some people in here that are like Joseph. Joseph's name in Hebrew means the Lord continually increases me. Please understand, you've been in some pits, you've been in some prisons, you've been in some tight circumstances, but you're going to have to learn how to say And it's not enough to just say it, then you're going to have to show it. In Luke 5, when Peter had spent all night fishing and he caught nothing, he was utterly disappointed. But Jesus said, cast your net again. Imagine the audacity of Jesus watching him fail the night before and telling him the next day, well, try it one more time. I'm here to tell somebody. That in the moment you feel like, God, I'm just sick and tired of being sick and tired. Sometimes he's going to say, well, try it one more time. And he told Peter, listen, the reason you ain't catching no fish is because you're throwing the net on the wrong side. Psh, I got a secret. they on this side of the boat. And he said, Peter, cast that net again. And the scripture says that Peter said, listen, Lord, we've been toiling all night and we've not caught anything. But look at what he said. I wish I had a church that could read the king's English. What did he say? Nevertheless, he said, listen, I'm tired, I'm stressed out, I'm frustrated, but nevertheless, is there anybody in here to where you know how to say nevertheless? You might be stressed out, you might be frustrated, but somebody shout nevertheless. Nevertheless. And the scripture says that they caught so many fish that they had to get somebody else to bring their boat and to get their net and the nets began to break i'm here to tell you that the breakthrough you've been waiting on in your life baby is on the other side of i wish i had somebody here that could say nevertheless and luke chapter 8 the woman with the issue of blood she spent everything that she had she was worn out she was tired she was frustrated and she was hopeless but you know what she said to herself She said, I've been like this for 12 years, and I refuse to spend another day of my life being busted like this. I refuse to spend another day of my life being disgusted like this. I don't know about you today, but I got a nevertheless in my spirit. Is there anybody in here you got a nevertheless in your... Shall nevertheless... She said, Listen, I know they're going to talk about me because I'm unclean and I shouldn't be around the rabbi Jesus. He said, But I'm, uh, listen, they would already talked about me. they would already tried to scandalize my name. What do I have to lose? If I can just touch, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I know I'll be made whole. She said, What did she say? Look at your neighbor. Tell them, nevertheless. And she pressed through the crowd. And while they were looking at her and while they were spitting on her and while they were telling her she wasn't nobody, she said, nevertheless. While they said, it ain't going to work this time, she said, nevertheless. While her family was trying to discourage her, she said, nevertheless. While people were trying to tell her, this ain't going to work for you this time. You know what she said? And she judged the hem of his garment and the Bible. And the Bible says that immediately. I'm here to tell somebody if you'll really say nevertheless, it's some suddenlies that's getting ready to manifest. I ain't got no help. Preach your own self-happy. Yes, sir, Bishop. There's some suddenly's that God says, if you'll really be serious about your nevertheless, it ain't gonna take me to Wednesday, it ain't gonna take me to Thursday. Come here, Elisha, by this time tomorrow, I said, somebody in here, who are you, who are you? Somebody in here, by this time tomorrow, your nevertheless is getting ready to man up. I dare you to just take a step and say, nevertheless, you might be in pain, but you might feel like giving up, but it may feel like it ain't gonna work, but you might be tired, but somebody give them pride. <laughs> nevertheless 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 well bishop I ain't seen nobody in my bloodline do it you be the first nevertheless 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 nevertheless, nevertheless. where are the nevertheless people at Nevertheless. 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 Bishop, I'm tired. Nevertheless. Bishop, I'm weak right now. Nevertheless. Bishop, how many more years? Nevertheless. How much more? Nevertheless.